sketch me out because I think they collect all the data about my house and send it to Amazon. So from time to time, I like to put mine on a treadmill and let it go for a while. I like to think somewhere Jeff Bezos is slowly going crazy trying to figure out why Sam has a four-mile-long hallway in his little apartment. Yeah, my dad was always there for me. Single father for a little while, you know. I remember one night I caught the monster under my bed masturbating. I did what any child would do, called out in terror. Babble, babble. He came so fast. Ew, Sam, ew. Sorry about your dad coming. Um, no, we've all seen our dads come. You know, boys in the house, we've all seen that. We've all, not, not dads come, Jesus Christ. We've all seen our dad's dicks. That's what I meant to say. Holy shit, those are different things. Jesus Christ. But, it's, it, it, but, but for real, we've all seen it. You know, it's an integral part of being a man in today's society. You see your dad's cock growing up. So much so that I would argue, humbly, that it should be a mandatory stage in transitioning from female to male, regardless of age. You know? Well, Jerry, the surgery, the paperwork's done. Let's hop by in the car, stop by the nursing home, say hi to Pops and make this thing official. All right, that's enough about my dad's dick. Let's, uh, let's move on to some silly one-liners. <laughs> I have a pet alligator with species dysphoria. Whenever he thinks about it, he gets so dis depressed, he starts crying big crocodile tears. Sometimes I wonder if carrots and pumpkins get jealous that oranges won the color. I fucked up the other day on Thanksgiving. Put the turkey in the oven at 32 degrees Fahrenheit instead of 320. Baked the damn thing frozen. Well, you guys want more dick <laughs> jokes about my dad's dick? Well, lucky, luckily for you, I have one joke about my dad's dick in my back pocket at all times. Uh, my dad cloned himself. Now I can't figure out which dick I came out of. All right, I'll end it with this, okay? Uh... Let's end it with this. I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. That's why I only fuck puppets now. I had to break it off with Pinocchio recently. I really liked him, but he kept making everything too kinky, you know? He said he wanted to role play. He wanted me to be Elmo. I said, fuck it, I do a decent Elmo. Elmo likes that. You know, whatever, I'll fuck around. But he never told me what he was going to be. And I had to find out the hard way when midway through coitus, he turned around and looked at me and said, All right, thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sam West, everyone. Yay. He's a real boy. Um, Machine, you're technically on the list, but you just walked in. Do you want to wait a second? Okay, so let's, Um, we have a newcomer to the room. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kapani. <laughs> Uh, I didn't plan for uh, like logistically coming up here, and I was like, I don't really wear the jacket because like that guy. Oh, he left. Ian wore a jacket, but like some people didn't, you know. Um, ripped. <laughs> um, so something I really love is that the term is a registered sex offender because it implies that there's like a wait list you have to wait on in order to be registered. 
Um, so I imagine out there somewhere there's a guy and he's like 38 and he pants himself and he's an eight-year-old last year. And he goes home for Christmas and his mom's like, Tommy, you're not good for shit. <laughs> Your brother's a registered felon and you're still on the sex offender wait list. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, it's my first time coming out tonight. And uh, I really, uh, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to give this an honest go. So I called my ex-boyfriend and I was like, what should I put in a uh, stand-up set? And he's like, do an impression. People love impressions. In my mind, this is going to be a lot more slick. Uh, I have a couple of impressions. This is my first one. This is called getting onto the Muni bus. This is called <laughs> This is called being a rich person getting onto the Muni bus. Beep. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, there's a chair here now. <laughs> um, I have another impression. It's a Russian woman who just moved to San Francisco. <coughs> I just moved to San Francisco, and I meet a man. He tells me he works for Google. I say, Google, I love the nose, the overcoat. That's humor, satire. He goes, no, Google. I say, yes, Google. He says, no, Google it. I say, I cannot. Google's dead. Um, <laughs> these, are, these are my... <laughs> <laughs> these, are <laughs> these, these are my friends. I didn't ask them to come. They showed up. <laughs> but I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, what's next? Put it down. Oh, okay. Um, sex for the first time is a little bit like running on the treadmill while watching Seinfeld because you think <laughs> it's going to be a really great idea, but it's just absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of my dating life, um, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but like someone asks you for your number, and they're li and they're like, "Hey, I really like the size of your bike tires. <laughs> you want to go for a bike ride sometime?" And uh, when he had my phone number, I was like, "Is this like a platonic hangout or is this a date?" Um, right? And so so we're on the bike ride, and he's like. I'm a 31-year-old adult man. <laughs> Actually, he didn't say that, you know, context clues. But <laughs> um, we're on the bike ride, and he's, like, giving me advice for setting up, like, a work-life balance. And, like, oh, my God, making friends for the first time. Um, and then I realized that there's a third category outside of platonic and date. There is 31-year-old adult man who wants to test drive having an adult daughter. <laughs> so at the end of our um, daddy-daughter hangout, he asks me, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, okay, sure. And as he's giving me a hug, he whispers in my ear, you're gonna be okay. Thank you. Kabani, everyone. Clap it up for our first time. That's exciting. Yay. Yay. Um, hey, do you wanna wait for a second and chill out? Okay. Um, your next comedian, he's also pretty new to comedy and he's been telling us some pretty wicked awesome stories. Put your hands together, everybody, for Machine! How's it going, everybody? Ah, uh, Lauren, how you doing there? Nice to see you. 
Um, so I've been telling stories, and I came on the bus on Oze- with Ozera there, and I saw somebody turning up in a fucking Tesla last week. Was that one of you comedians turning up in a fucking Tesla? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, we came on the bus. I came with this gentleman on the bus, a 33 all the way from uh, Richmond. I don't look like I'd ride the bus, but the Mooney is awesome. I'm going to have a quick uh, quick wee story about the World Cup that's coming up uh, on uh, Sunday there. Argentina against France. Who do you all want to win? You do? Exactly. <laughs> fuck it. And that's exactly the fucking whole point of this story, is England, motherfuckers, been walking around the world, all those white boys, fucking be, dude, pedophilia and that, the whole, through the whole fucking, the whole world, and still wanting to wor- win the World Cup. Now, d- does anyone know about the 1986 World Cup when the, in the Hand of God by Diego Maradona? You know that? Argentina fucking beat England in the World Cup final. And Diego Maradona, he was six inches shorter than the goalie he was coming up against, Peter Shilton. And he went for the header, put his hand up, fucking hit the ball in with his hand to take them ahead 1-0 and they end up winning. They won 2-1 in the end. It's the one of the biggest controversies in the in World Cup history. But to Diego Maradona's... Um, uh, he 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 coined it by saying, uh, you know the Mal- he said Malvinas at the end of it. I don't know if you know what Malvinas is. It's the Falklands War in 1982, where the UK sent their whole fucking fleet over to the Falklands and killed 200 um, Argentinians with in the General Belgrano with a submarine by putting a uh, exclusion zone round that looked like a panhandle. It was supposed to be 200 miles around the, the Falklands. And they put it like that. They went right round like this to 400 miles out where those soldiers, where those seamen were. Anyway, so, getting back to Argentina. Fucking yes, Argentina. Because France just fucking beat England. And we're all happy about that. Being Scottish and this Indian gentleman here, I'm sure he's fucking well happy about it too. That England got frickin' uh, got knocked knocked out again. England are the type of country that they always claim that somebody is British once they start winning something. So the last the last white man to win to be the fastest man in the world with no African descent was called Alan Wells, and he's from Scotland. And from seventy eight to eighty four, he was Scottish until. Except for the year 1980, when he won the Olympics as the fastest man in the world. He was the fastest man in the world for all that time. But England decided to claim him as a British just because he was doing so fucking well. Um, so, I'm going to say it. Sorry, all you English fans out there. Fuck English. Sorry. And I've got a lot of English friends. I've got a lot of Irish friends. I was out with one of my English friends last night. I'm actually not going to tell that story because it's a bit too fresh. It's a bit too fucking fresh. Anyway, the Scots, being the fiercest country in the world, you should be claiming yourselves. Gordon Ramsay, born in fucking Scotland in Renfrewshire, he claims himself to be English now just for the fucking title of being fucking English or British. Suck it, Gordon Ramsay. You may be the best chef in the world, but you're fucking Scottish and you should be claiming that. Drop 10 Scotsmen from the Gorbals in any war, Afghanistan, Ukraine, anywhere. Drop them in with a shiv 
a knife and the fucking war will be over within within 10 days. I'm not even joking. 10 of the hardest motherfuckers on the planet. I'm from the I'm from just up from them 20 miles away. I wouldn't fuck with all 10 of them. 9 of them maybe. So football soccer is the biggest sport on the planet. But you don't care about it anymore because the US got knocked out. Even though when the US beat Colombia in uh, what year was that? You know, US beat Colombia in Let's say it was uh, 94, and the gentleman who who scored the own goal for Colombia, he got fucking massacred outside a nightclub in Colombia for scoring an own goal. 2-1, the US won 2-1. They still didn't do shit. More people turned up to his funeral, 120,000 people turned up to his funeral, more people than has ever been to a women's world soccer game. Sorry, I just had to drop that one in there. Sorry. Anywho, I'm going to wrap it up there because there's way too much to talk about here. <laughs> there's so much to talk about. It's ridiculous. So anyway, uh, what I'm trying to say is if you're from fucking Scotland, all you fuckers out there, including Gordon Ramsay, um, claim you're from Scotland because it gives you a lot more uh, oomph in the world now than saying that you're British or English. I'm going to get slaughtered outside here. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. Yay. Professor Go Argentina. Professor Machine, yay! We learned so much about colonization in the World Cup. All right, your next comedian. She's one of my favorite people in San Francisco. Clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. Hello. I... You would think that when I, you get to be my age, you wouldn't be so self-conscious and awkward around people. Hi, how you doing? Okay. I know I'm ridiculous. Yesterday, I, I met this guy for the first time, and we had a little chat. And when, we left, when I left, I said, nice seeing you again. But like, what did I fall in my head between hello and goodbye? I know how also I'm ridiculous. I haven't had any, I don't have any um, fashion sense since I left high school. Jeans, sneakers, and low self-worth. It's a look. It's not my fault I don't know how to dress. My mother didn't have any fashion sense either. Her only advice to me was the pretty young bird can wear colors, but the plain fat bird should only wear black. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my mother did drugs. But one thing I am good at, and I hate to brag because I'm it's so unbecoming, but I'm an excellent anorexic. Thank you. I'm really good at it. So if you have any food you got had wants to be ignored, I'm your girl. You never hear of anyone pimping themselves out for being an anorexic? Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Lauren, and I'd be happy to help you lose those extra 10 pounds. You want to keep one resolution this year? Hire me, and you'll never look at food the same way again. Okay, thank you. Here's a depressing thought. <laughs> Wait, we haven't gotten it to it yet. <laughs> I've been clinically depressed more than half my life. Here's an uplifting thought. At last count, 27 of my various therapist kids attended Stanford, Harvard, and Yale. Co coincidence? 
that's just a long way around saying I've been in therapy forever. Another depressing thought. I have a BA in English and theater, a master's in creative writing, a teaching credential, and a certificate of completion from Columbia University School of Bartending. All true. And yet I stand before you without a steady job. Here's an uplifting thought. At my last job, I got a free drink ticket. Comedy pays. Thank you. Depressing thought. Most women my age are married or in a relationship, have kids and grandkids, good jobs, nice, nice homes in Walnut Creek or some other dumb places. I am none of those things. Here's an uplifting thought. Most women my age are dead. Oh, I'll have to work on that when I get back to you. Thank you. You don't set out to ruin a day. You don't you smoke one too many blunts, take one too many naps, pee in the kitchen sink, and boom, the whole day is fucked. Then you might as well stay home and not go to the open mic because nobody wants to see an old giraffe telling jokes. Not that one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, what do we end on? Oh, yeah. Um, because I have OCD, people have asked me to explain the difference between obsessions and compulsions. When you have obsessions, you worry a lot. You avoid unlucky things, like raisins. With compulsions, you repeat certain actions over and over. You touch and count on whatever says, touch me, count me. Should you have both, and you obsess all day about your compulsions, then you're fucked. Did I touch the kitchen table? Did I touch the kitchen table? It's Friday. I fight crime on Fridays. Fighting crime. You'd have to be there to see it. All right. Thanks very much. I'm Lauren Crowd. Yay, Lauren Crowd, everyone. Hooray. Yay. All right. Your next comedian, another very funny man, runs a show on Wednesdays at Devil's Acre in North Beach. Clap your hands together for Dan Britton. Give it up for Kaplani, who, Kaplani? Kaplani, who did her first set here tonight. You guys all just saw it. Hey, before you guys get out of here, hang around, because I'm going to reference you all, okay? Hey, how old are you guys? And, okay, okay, okay. Give it up for the 19-year-old who just started sucking dick, everybody. Give it up for the 21-year-old who refuses to suck dick, everybody. <laughs> she needs uh, some luck from you guys. Anyway, sorry. Um, I am just only now starting to write jokes. Machine's going to come out in the middle of this being like, what the fuck is going on out here? But um, this is a joke called neurodiversity. If, if I don't make eye contact with any of you, it's not that I'm not connecting with you. It's just that I'm trying to say this exactly how I wrote it. Um, I'm learning to accept myself as I am. There are so many things that I love about me. I'm a good man. I like spaghetti. These are easy to accept. But there are some things about me I wish that I didn't have. Like, I wish I could get my an itemized receipt for God and just be like, do you mind if I exchange in this addictive personality? Okay, that joke blows. Okay. These things are harder to accept. I'm neurodiverse. Right? My brain doesn't work like yours or like most people's. That's hard to accept. I'm dyslexic and I have ADHD. 
I bounce around from thing to thing, never quite completing anything, all the while being confused by letters and numbers. It's rather dizzying. My, my lifestyle is weirdly reminiscent of Willy Wonka's office. Just a whole spectrum of shit that's halfway done. Oh my god, this is fucking blowing, but I'm gonna... We're all gonna suffer through this. Because <laughs> I need to know if this shit's funny. Any part of it. Okay. I have two planners where some things are written in one but not the other. I'm in the middle of 75 books. Or is it 57? And I get frustrated with myself. I witness my behaviors and, my pass and I ask myself passive-aggressive questions like, and I want to be a father someday? <laughs> I hope to pass on wisdom to the next generation, but no matter how frustrating these parts of me are, it's not fair to get mad at myself because of my brain type. I have to accept the person that I am with love and pride. I'll give you an example. This morning I was having my coffee and I decided I wanted a muffin because I had two al pastor quesadillas for dinner last night and thought, why not? <laughs> Let's just intentionally constipate myself. That way I don't have to worry about using a bathroom all day long. <laughs> this is the logic of a fucking moron. <laughs> so I drive to the bakery, order a muffin, pay for it, get back in the car, drive home. Once I get in my house, I, I say, finally, I'm ready to eat my muffin. I look around for a minute, check my pockets, check my car, and I realize I didn't bring a muffin home with me. I forgot it, which means that I must have walked into the bakery, ordered a muffin, paid for it, and then just turned around and left like an insane person. So what do I do? I get back in my car, I drive back to the bakery, find the same cashier, and say out loud to another adult, hey man, I forgot my muffin. The muffin man says, I don't remember you. Like, how could you not remember? I, I was just here 10 minutes ago. This wasn't my bullshit. This was him adding his bullshit onto my bullshit. And I said, let me refresh your memory. Oh, no, no, sorry. He said, look, man, I sell a lot of muffins to a lot of people. I said, let me refresh your memory. I'm the guy who's going to smash your head through that display case unless you bestow upon me a goddamn muffin. Quick note about this. I know that this wasn't a nice thing to say to another person. I didn't even really even want the muffin at this point. I just wanted my quest to get the muffin to be over. Pulse thing fucking blows. Good thing I spent two days writing this. So he gives me the muffin. And I drive home. When I exit the car, my attention is on taking the muffin inside with me. So I get out, close the car door, walk up to, the, to my building, I reach for my keys and I realize I just locked the keys in my car. So now I'm standing outside in the cold, muffin in hand like a total jerk off. God, none of these punchlines work. This is when I get angry with myself. I say, God damn it, Daniel, and I smash the muffin on the ground. Now I have what I call a three-pronged problem. I'm stranded out in the cold, can't get in the car, can't get in the house, and once again, I have no muffin. Oh, and the coffee that I had is kicking in and I'm realizing I have to take a shit. I find myself asking hurtful questions like, what am I, a fucking idiot? 
And I remember I have to come up with an answer rooted in positivity and pride, and I say, I'm not an idiot. I'm neurodiverse. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me. This was awful. Dan Britton. What flavor muffin was it? It was, of course, it was blueberry. That's the best flavor. That's the only worthwhile flavor of muffin, I think. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Zara Malik. Yay! Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Um, uh, you guys, uh, uh, like, you are 21, she's 19, and you're, I believe, 22, right? I recently celebrated my 25th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting things are happening in my life. For example, I'm dating this new girl. She's a conservative Muslim, very orthodox. And we have not done it yet. She wants to wait. Uh, and I completely respect her decision because I love her. I think it's the right thing to do. We have decided to wait until she turns 18. All right. Uh, I'm a Muslim. Uh, which means um, uh, I take showers only on Fridays. Uh, for people who did not get that, uh, Fridays for Muslims is like Sundays for uh, pedophiles. All right, moving on. Um, you know, as, as Muslims, we are not concerned about finding the right person because we have so many cousins to choose from. I mean, even if you do not marry the right one, you can always marry one more sister. That, like, uh, before uh, my parents got married, uh, they were both cousins, actually. How weird is that? That is fucking weird. Um, here's what, here's even worse. My father actually wanted to get married to my aunt, but it did not work out, so he ended up marrying my biological mother. It is, yeah, it is what it is, yeah. This uh, one time, um, I was at my parents' place. Uh, I was sitting in the living room, and there was pin drop silence. My mother was probably in her bedroom sleeping, and I don't know where my father was. And I see an uh, Amazon Alexa device on the table, and I turn it on. And I hear loud moaning voices of a woman having rough sex. And this is my home, and we are super religious. And so I immediately whip out my phone to see if it is connected to, my, uh, to the Alexa, and it is not. So I rush to my bedroom, I open the door and I spot my father watching porn. I mean, immediately I do something, I pull off the cables and in the meantime, my mo mother walks out and she's like, what is happening? Uh, what was that? Now I am in a muddle. Do I turn my father in or do I not? Do I, do I or do I not? So at, on that day, I basically took the blame and saved my ass, saved my father's ass that day. Uh, it was super awkward at the dinner table. I don't get why people consume pornography. I don't get why they find it so appealing. I can only tell you why I like it. Um, I was a handsome kid growing up, uh, still am, and I never had to pay for sex, not once. Never spent a dime on such things because we are all cousins. Alright, that was a callback. Uh, uh, I am like I grew up in a super religious family, and uh, we were not allowed to talk about sex or even listen to my m music as well. My father was so religious, and so I naturally became curious about what's it like having sex with musicians. 
Like, do they hit a gong at the start of every makeout session? Do they moan in beats? Uh, do they do a drum roll when you're about to come? I don't know. I have a million questions. Uh, musicians in the crowd, call me, all right? All right, that was my time, guys. Thank you so much. Zermily. Yay, thanks for coming. All right. Oh, good. Yeah, good luck. Be safe. Thanks for being here. All right, your next comedian just walks in the door. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ajay Damodaran. What does it take to get you out? My mentality is getting killer. My bad, my bad. I, yeah, it was a high crowd work. No, not going to do that. <laughs> How you guys doing on a Friday? We doing, we doing good? Sir, I remember you from last time. What was your name again? You are Machine? You have a last name, Machine? Machine. Are you like an R&B singer or some shit? What is this? You have just a mononym. Mill Metal Machine. Alright, I'm gonna stop talking to you. Okay, uh... <laughs> metal Machine. Jesus. There's something about, like, communism there. There's something about... We're all gonna... We, you're taking over, you're just... You're, you're like a robot, basically, right? That's what you're telling us? You are, and you're just learning how to do stand-up, and, like, you're, we're giving you data right now. Fuck out of here, dude. At least be discreet about how you <laughs> steal our craft. Um, no. Uh, I'm gonna do jokes. Um, okay, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm thinking about quitting porn. Call back to Uzair talking about porn. Uh, I think about qu quitting porn because I feel like porn, like, has, like, fucked up, like, the standards of, like, women that I think I can get with. Like, because, like, because porn sites won't stop you from jerking off to women that are definitely out of your league, right? I feel like that would be like a good solution if you want like healthy porn consumption. It's like anytime you click on a link, it's like no, 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 this is too hot for you. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen, you uh, you're you need to jerk off something a lot in a lot lower jack bracket. Gonna keep it, Pam. I'm gonna keep it. I don't care. I like jack. I like jack bracket. My face is so cold. Um. Okay. Here, let me tell you another joke. Uh, I uh, I went to a steakhouse recently and uh, I got uh, I got roadkill. Like they had a roadkill on the menu. I was like, I want to try that, and uh, I was really curious because they also said locally sourced. I was like, that, that sounds sounds healthy. Uh, and the dude's like, fantastic choice. And he brought out, brought me out a liver, just a straight up liver. I was like, what is this? He's like, yeah, dude, the guy that usually runs over the animals hit a tree. <laughs> I was like, so how's his specialty? He's like, yeah, because it's beer battered. Okay, that's a fantastic joke. I appreciate you guys. Um. I uh, I live with three women, which makes like it makes using the restroom really hard because I'm like very self conscious about like if they're listening, right? Like, but like that's just I'm never gonna fuck them. Like I'm never gonna fuck the women I live with, right? No, no, <laughs> no. But uh, they all have friends though, so like I feel like I should do my part to be like, hey, maybe like use your imagination. Maybe he has like a massive, you know, right? Like so anytime they're around, like I just I I just make sure like pee extra hard. It sounds like I'm packing down there, but uh, <laughs> um, but like shitting is even worse though, cause like I don't want them to hear like what that sounds like coming out of me, right? And we have two bathrooms in this house. One has like a loud fan, and like the other has a bidet, right? Which is it's a dilemma, cause I like I like a clean hassle, but I also like my privacy. A loud fan, but I usually go with a bidet, cause the sound of me like shitting is usually drowned out by the sound of me coming, so. <laughs> That's the best joke I have tonight, so you guys better fucking like that shit. Okay. No. Um 
I uh, you guys know Outcast, like the 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 rap group, Outcast. Familiar? Lauren, I'll help you out. Don't worry. It's uh, they have this one song. It's called "So Fresh and So Clean." It's like a like it's an R and B song, but there's this one lyric that always gets me. There's a lyric that says, "I love the way that you are. I love the way that you ain't. You so and Frank, let's hide out in the attic about two weeks." That's that's a real lyric, yeah. So apparently two. That's that's two is just the number of platinum albums you need to write a song about fucking a woman in an attic to protect her from Nazis. That's that's how many platinum albums you need. Okay, you guys have been fun. I'm gonna get out of here. Have a nice night, dude. Yay, Jay Tamatoran. There's two comedians left, everyone. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Sean Durham. Yay! I'm uh I'm injured, so I need a chair tonight. I stepped on a piece of glass that broke off of a bottle of onion powder. And this is why white people are afraid of seasoning. Well, that's gonna be my only laugh tonight. I'm gonna get into a new one here. Uh, I uh, I've been watching a lot of murder documentaries, and uh, and they're pretty fun, right? Murder's kind of interesting. But uh, I do feel like we all we do need like a little bit of murder in the world, right? Like we can't have none. A little, little bit's good. It's like a uh, chocolate, you know. If you eat a little bit of chocolate, it's good for you. You eat too much, and then we get child slavery. Yeah, you know, dark chocolate. Um, but uh, but yeah, I uh. I, d I really do think we need like a little bit because I need like the threat of murder to not do some things, you know, like if there was no threat of murder, I would never let people merge in traffic. Like that's really the only thing is me thinking like, what are they going to do to me if I don't let them in? And uh, I would never pick up poop in my neighborhood. Because um, like really when I pick up poop, I'm just thinking of like uh, my neighbor chasing me down afterwards but all right there's not really anything funny here i'm gonna move on uh but uh yeah i don't think i could be a murderer because i'm a uh, squeamish around blood not for any like moral reasons or consequences just because blood's a little icky but uh yeah where, where else was I up there? oh do you, do you guys know how there's like people who pass out from blood? Oh, you're one of them? It must be a rough life, you know? Because I was just like imagining someone's like railing you, you know? And then you just feel them go limp behind you. And you turn around and you're like, oh shit, I started my period. No? Not a good one? Okay. That was a period blood joke. My bad. Um, what else do I want to talk? Oh, ooh, ooh. I I have this uh, issue of getting like hard randomly, uh, and it happens a lot when I'm in class, like sitting at my desk, which is a pretty big issue for me because I'm the teacher of said class. <laughs> That's the type of laugh we're doing tonight. But uh, 
like last time this happened to me, I actually had a kid like raise his hand. He was like, hey, Mr. Darum, can you come over here? <sighs> no, no, I'm trying not to come over here. <laughs> but he just like, he kept egging me on. He wouldn't accept that I wouldn't come over there, you know. So I, I just decided to get angry with him. I didn't know what else to do. And I was like, dude, I'm going to call your parents. And then I did. I said, hey, is this Jimmy's mom? Hey, this is Mr. Darum. Can you talk dirty to me? Um, by the way, just a little caveat before I get here. I, uh, I, I, I didn't get hard because of my kids. I'm not attracted to my children. They're ugly. All right, that's my time. Thank you. Sean Durham, high school, junior high school teacher extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, a one last comedian, everyone, and he's new to the room, so thanks for sticking around. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for JT! Hell yeah, man. Uh, yeah, thanks for sticking around, dude. Uh, were we all here when that guy was going in about his dad's dick? Yes, right? Alright, most, some of you guys weren't. I'm just, uh, I want to riff on it because it's been sitting in my head. Dude. Fucking, um, what was it? <laughs> it was sitting in my head for like an hour and now it's gone, dude. Fuck. Um, all right. I, I did see my dad's dick. Uh, I saw it at a urinal. Uh, I mean, cause I, you know, I was next to him. I wasn't like, oh shit, what the fuck? Like I was standing next to him. You think your dad, seeing your dad's dick sucks. You imagine, you imagine like seeing him do like the wiggle after he finishes pissing. That's what I had in mind the whole time, dude. Holy shit. It's going to be a terrible set. Uh, <laughs> I'm home for the holidays, and um, I've just been running into people um, the entire week. Like, I, I was catching up with this one dude that I used to know, and he told me that he, uh, he had to call the suicide hotline, which is incredibly worrying, but that is not the answer to the question, what's new with you, pal? You know what I'm saying? Why are, this is why we catch up instead of talk regularly and also like you can't like <laughs> already going terrible this is like <laughs> i mean you can't like reciprocate with the same energies like oh suicide nice well i'm going on walks more you know what i'm saying also like i was wondering there is a like how do you when you an when you call a crisis hotline how do you uh introduce yourself because like there's definitely a wrong way you know what i'm saying it's like, Suicide Hotline, how can I help you? Hey, I mean, you can't do that. You have to, you, you, you at least have to start off informal and then get to the, like, man, you ain't gonna believe this. But I've lost everything. Uh, I was fired at my job because I kept doing that accent. I don't see what the big deal is. All I have to do is uh, call potential voters. Uh, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> this is all right. Low stakes. What is this, five of us? We're good, bro. We're chilling. Um... Yeah, I've just been running into weird people that I knew in grade school. Uh, like this one dude, I remember, I ran into CBS. His name was Owen. Uh, back in school, Owen was uh, very religious, uh, and he also had three nipples uh, and other qualities. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it really is how you remember people, right? It's never like 
how they are as people. It's always like their weird quirks. It's not, it's never like, oh, she was such a strong and spirited woman. More like, man, she used to fuck a lot of bartenders. Holy shit. Oh, is she chasing? Um, and like, jeez, I'm stalling because I forgot this next part. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's like, I, he, I remember he had three nibbles because he showed it to us. He showed it unprompted, which is always how you want to see birth defects. I mean, I remember he was just like, I have a fucking secret. I'm fucking hideous. And the teacher's like, if you have nothing to share for show and tell, you, just, like, you can sit back down, honestly. It's not even your turn yet. You go tomorrow. Um, every lunch, uh, before he started eating, he used to do, like, a Hail Mary. Dude, I didn't even know that was a religious thing. I thought he was checking to see if they're all still there. Like, one hand just peeled off and fall to the side or something. Like, I half expected him to just be like, everyone check your food. That's what I, that's what I honestly imagined. And, uh, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God, dude. Um, I'll end on this. Uh, I'm Indian, and growing up, I had to listen to a lot of Bollywood songs. And uh, I just noticed this the other day. A lot of these, like, songs are, like, a mix between, like, English and, like, Hindi or whatever, Indian language. The English part, it's always what Indians think a black person sounds like. You turn it on, it's like, yeah, damn, girl, those moves are cray-cray. It's like, the fuck? What are you, the character in a dance video game? What's wrong with you? And the Indian part... Derp-a-derp-a-derp. All right, fucking, <laughs> that's how I'm going to end my set, dude. That's how I'm going to end my set. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, yeah. Wow. And that was, that was cute. It, and there, I mean, maybe ostensibly there's people listening on the internet, but who knows? Um, I don't know if I feel like doing jokes or not. I, uh, I mean, I feel like I should just because, I mean, I have the opportunity, so, I mean, I guess I should run. Um, okay, I'll do that. Yay. Well, that's why it's so cold. We left the door open. No, it doesn't matter. We're almost done. It's, it's just, I kept thinking, like, why is it so fucking cold in here? And it's because someone left the door open. Like, I know, right? It's just. Uh, I've been doing a lot of acid lately, trying to get my head straight. Not helping. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been thinking a lot of a lot of real lot of real strange thoughts as I've been uh, walking around the streets on acid, and I and I feel I feel like a modern day philosopher. I feel a lot like Socrates, and I yeah, I just compared myself to Socrates. But I I wa- I've been walking a lot, and I've been thinking a lot. I realized why Socrates never wrote anything down. Gonna get us all in trouble. Because I've been thinking some dark, fucked up thoughts. Like, I've been very, very lonely. And do you know the pandemic was hard and we were all like on the streets in despair and walking? And I had a thought and I shouldn't have written it down. And when I thought that thought, I thought I shouldn't write this down. But then I was like, I'm gonna write this down. I should write down this thought. But then once I wrote down that thought, now it's written down. Now I've got to say it. And the thought uh, was that I'm so bored and so lonely that I want to rip my IUD out with my bare claws and have sex with some random guy so I can get impregnated, so I can have an abortion 
just for some free drugs and something to do. Like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm so bored. See, I shouldn't have written that down. That was a terrible. I'm going to get myself in trouble. Have the baby. Yeah. No. That's a terrible idea. No, I like drinking. I don't like babies. That's insane. If I had a baby, America, this is crazy to be right now. America, make me have a baby. This is terrible. I would need some tools um, so I could drill a hole in uh, in my dude's trunk uh, so the baby would breathe while I'm hanging out at the bar. You see, you put the baby in the trunk. The car, it's safe. Safe place for a baby. No, safe place to breathe. Like a little sleeping bag. Safest thing I can think of for a baby. Uh, no, I've been thinking terrible, terrible thoughts, weird things too, like just how incredibly selfish men are. Because um, women, we have babies. Man, you can pump our boobs, and it's a gland that secretes like liquid with a nutritive and calorative content. Right? This doesn't seem weird to you. And we eat this. And then also we do it to other animals. We're like, oh, we'll make them have babies and then we'll take their milk. But men naturally can also produce a liquid that has nutritive and calorative content. And before you're thinking I'm advocating for babies sucking dick, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we can collect that, you know, from your nutsack forever. And maybe you actually hold the key to solving world hunger. You can, ma well, I mean, because they homogenize and pasteurize the milk, so maybe we should do that with the, the jizz and, and we call it nut butter and save everyone. I should never write things down. I shouldn't do that. Terrible. Thank you, four of you, for staying. I appreciate that. Uh, everybody, have a good night. And she'll sit back and enjoy it. It's a thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Between love and hate, she gon' fool you one day. The sweetest woman in the world could be the meanest woman in the world. If you make that way. You keep her now. She keep being quiet. She might be holding something inside. That'll really, really hurt you one day. Here I am laying in the hospital. Bandage from feet to head. In a state of shock. Mutiny Radio Dot FM. This is the Found Round Sound Show, which we're featuring the music from the films of John Hughes. So if you please, please, please listen to the rest of this show, you will dig it.
what it is. You know, we know what it is. They know, y'all know what it is. You know, here it is. What it is, you know, we know what it is. They know, y'all know what it is. You know, here it is. Listen, I got your phobic off of this like arachnids. Drastic, it ain't plastic, it's pro-blackness. Grown man tactics, no pediatrics. The kind of track that make the comeback miraculous. The catalyst, thought with the knack for splashing. I'm dashing, I'm mastered, the craft of mashing. The level-headed thoroughbred, the female's passion. Magnetic attraction, be keeping them asking. The crew's in a Cadillac with the pins and grassing. Swerve half-naked, won't come near crashing. But if I go to heaven, would y'all know my name or would it be the same for you like I was Eric Clapton, huh? Clap for your freedom, dog, that's what's happening My spit take critical political action The hustle is a puzzle, each piece is a fraction And every word that's understood is a transaction I'm a SP soldier, microphone holder Rep Philly set from Bolivia to Boulder Paris, France to 10th and Tioga How we gonna make it through the dark? I'll show you Tell you one lesson I've learned If you wanna reach something in life You ain't gonna get it on the Yo, your first impression. 
expression might be I'm an asshole. I say I'm sometimey and get people a hassle. I try to sun touch and put the heat in the capsule. Dog, I'm far deeper than that though. I get in the zone. Recognize I'm a rolling stone. No time to lollygag or lounge with scallywag. Give me the disco, I'll put it where your body at. Old school spit flow laid over trolley tracks. With no apology for the technology. Just trust what I see and I say and follow me my way. I be the open book look inside me. The star of the story that the groove teller got me. Through all the dark times, part of the business. The light be contingent on small forensics. My microphone to make a man a newborn infant. It's true, so the true born sense it. I get in the zone. I'ma tell you one lesson I've learned. If you wanna reach something in life, you ain't gonna get it unless you give a little bit of sacrifice. Ooh, sometimes before you smile, you got to cry. You need a heart that's filled with music. If you use it, you can fly. If you wanna be high, tell you one lesson I've learned. If you wanna reach something in life, you ain't gonna get it unless you give a little bit of sacrifice. Ooh, sometimes before you smile, you got to cry. You need a heart that's filled with music. If you use it, you can fly. If you wanna be What's up, everybody? You are now tuned into the final hour here on Mutiny Radio. My name is The Archivist. Thank you for joining us tonight. You can support Mutiny Radio by going to our website, mutinyradio.fm. Click on the donate link or hit us on Venmo. Our Venmo tag is at Mutiny Radio. We love and appreciate all the supporters out there keeping us on the air, bringing you the best music, comedy, news, whatever. Uh, yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. Hope y'all been having a super fun weekend, but also safe out there. It's been kind of crazy in the city today. I've been seeing a lot of crazy people and shit happening, so everybody stay safe out there, too. No, No one should be getting hurt. We should all be Staying safe, having fun. That's uh, that's the goal right there. Tonight, I got a lot of dope stuff for you. We got some spooky jams. We got some new music. It's going to be fun. I'll be tapping in with y'all every now and then to talk about the track list. But uh, I'll start things off right here with this uh, paranoid beat by a cereal for the kids is the final hour happy Halloween fuckers
the things up, change up, step our game up, rearrange up. These turf like a partnership, try to get a part of this. Fighting for a piece of cake and we can have all of it. Triggers on the safety, now the talking's got to make things. Simple so that eight year old can see the life at 18. Take it there, I can't drink. These gunshots is audible. Wake up to enlightenment or die for something honorable. Raising up the dollar loan, he trying to put a dollar you like dominoes. We got to live way past the five. We never ask first, blast first, never understand. Why the strap first, clap first, another brother dead. Another brother dead. Time to step back a bit, gotta ask why. We all win the penitentiary and all dying, no lying, we called in the middle, but how we break up out of circumstances is the riddle, little time left, crime left, too many of us falling, but how many gonna hear the call? I like the way she talks and she turns me on with a special concern. Now I'm a different guy and I don't compare to many. But next to her, I'm plain ordinary. Not many can see the light blue aura that surrounds the girl wherever in the world. She's a 9, a 10, a 20, 50. She's bittersweet and a taco treat. She's great. And I like it. 
something She's the kind of person everybody knows She breaks distinction from head to toe She's my twilight zone, my Al Capone She's my Rolling Stones and my Eva Perone And I like it Yes, I like it I like it The way she wears her hair, yeah
sandwiches. Yeah. 
Nah. Tap it to powder, how you want that with? Yeah. Grind it out, uh. pound it out. Uh. Then I took it to the house, I ain't want that bitch. Yeah. I get the killer shit from my niggas in the bay. Yeah. Yeah. Wizard and dealer, so what you niggas wanna pay? Yeah. Got dope in the attic, I'm in the ceiling with you day. Uh. You keepin' it real, you pussy niggas in the way. Uh. Uh. Got thugs love for my niggas, choking, smoking bud. Bought my dope from little soda, yeah, I fucks with bud. Corporate thugging, so all I'm with is thugs, nigga. Can you picture this rapper slash drug dealer? Floating off that push cloud, floating off that push cloud, floating off that push cloud, that push cloud, that push cloud, my push cloud, my push cloud. Floating off that push cloud, floating off that push cloud. OG turned up too loud, that push cloud, that push cloud. Floating off that push cloud, that push cloud, that push cloud.
Watershed, Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah.